And life doesn't happen without people like you in our world. And because of that, today we're celebrating you. And we have got a special gift for every single one of you. So come on, team. Why don't you bring those out right now? Come on, church. just love gifts. I'm just a true girl, true girl. So I know that you're going to get a lot of use to that, how perfect timing coming into the wet season. I know that you're going to enjoy them. But hey, look, I want to get into my message this morning. So let's just pray first, because I've got something really special to share with you this morning, and it ties in with that very thing in your hand. But let me pray first. Father God, Lord, we thank you that you love us. We thank you that you care for us, and we thank you that you watch over us. You don't sleep or slumber. And Lord God, Lord, I pray this morning that as I share this word, I pray that you cause it to land in people's hearts right where you need it to land. Lord God, I pray that it will fall on soil that you've prepared. Lord God, I I pray that you bless everything I say this morning for your kingdom. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Well, a few years ago, my family and I were living in Maraitai. Now, for those of you that don't know, Maraitai is this most stunning little beach town with long golden sands, spectacular sea views, right over to Waiheke Island. Now, at the time, a few years ago, we were living in this little teeny-weeny farmhouse. And this little farmhouse was up this very long driveway, very steep driveway, Surrounded by paddocks, but it had the most spectacular views. There's the most spectacular views of the sea. So spectacular that we could see, on occasions, orca whales swimming. We could also see how far away the fishing boats were from the school of fish that was two, three, four hundred metres away. The views were spectacular. But there was one problem with this teeny-weeny house. Her bones rattled. Her bones rattled. And what I mean by that is, whenever there was a storm, whenever there was, the elements would hit, she had no protection. She sat on the top of this hill. There was no other big trees to look after her or shelter her. There was no other buildings. We weren't protected by a valley. But when the winds would come and the storms would come, I'd have to say there was times I felt like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. (laughs) 
I would lie there at night and think, am I going to find myself in another paddock in the morning? And my other ch- my children in another paddock, and my husband maybe up by the barn, and the dog swimming for Waiheke in the sea. She shook. The wind came up through her floorboards, and she was at the mercy of the elements. You see... Whilst we loved the season in that house, there were definitely times where there was no rest. On those nights, very little rest. Very little rest. You see, we all face storms, don't we? We all face storms in life. Maybe you're one in one right now, or maybe you're actually just coming out the other side and feel a little bit beaten up. By their nature, storms alone are noisy. They're really noisy. They make the winds howl and the waves crash. We can feel like that in our storm too, can't we? Storms bring thunder and lightning, torrential rain and hurricanes sometimes. But I want to tell you this morning that regardless of whatever storm you're in, there is a place. There is a place. There is a shelter. There is a dwelling I want to let you know about That is a safe place. There is a place where you, regardless of the storm that you're going through, you can be renewed. You can be strengthened. You can even sleep. Regardless of the storm of what happens with those finances or or that health report or that relationship, there's, there's a place where you can dwell. And that place is called that relationship with Jesus. Because I tell you what, he is fiercely protective of you. He is fiercely wanting you to plug into him, to be renewed and to be strengthened. Because there is nothing that can happen to you that he cannot have the supply for, the protection for, the renewal for, and the insight for. That's the place of dwelling that you want to be. Psalm 91.1 says, what Daryl read before, whoever dwells in the shelter, some really good words in this verse, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. You see, just like my umbrella here and like yours, ta-da, see it's got the word dwell on it, isn't that cool? Love it. Just like my umbrella here, and like yours. This verse reminds us that there's a place. There's a place we can dwell. That we have shelter. There's a place that we can be where we're safe just like this umbrella. But it's actually interesting because the word dwell, the word dwell is an interesting word because it talks about a specified place. To dwell means to be in a specific place. It means to be an exact place, a clearly stated place. Not over here, but in a clearly stated place a marked out place that's just for you. But the thing with the word dwell is that we get to choose. 
We get to choose where it is that we want to dwell, don't we? Where we want to dwell in our head, where we want to dwell in our heart, and where we want to dwell in our spirit. We get to choose where that is. John 14, uh, John 15, 4 says, live in me, make your home in me. This is Jesus talking, just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine, you can't bear fruit. You can't bear fruit unless you're joined to me, he says. You see, for those of us that are visual learners, this is actually a really good, really good verse. Because what Jesus is actually saying here, he's giving us the picture of a vine. And he's giving us the picture of a branch that's been severed or cut off and it's been removed from the vine. So let's just say it's sitting on the ground. And he says that this, this branch, it can't bear fruit anymore. It, it can't because it's been removed from the vine. Why? Why is that? It's because it's no longer plugged into the source. It's no longer plugged in to receive its daily nutrition. It's no longer plugged in to be attached to the vine for safety and protection. It's at the mercy of the elements sitting there, isn't it? It's no longer able to receive daily support. And it's no longer able to be reminded every day who it is what its purpose is, and what it was created to be. A severed branch. God's saying, you can't produce fruit. Remain in me. This morning, I want to share with you three promises that will change your life forever. I can guarantee that. If you choose to make your dwelling, your shelter, the most high. Three promises. And we'll start with Psalm 91 said that when we choose to dwell in the shelter, in the shelter, and this shelter tells me that we can trust his protection. We can trust his protection. Quite a few years ago, my family and I, Daryl and myself and our three girls went to Australia for a family holiday. I think the kids were like at primary school and maybe the youngest was at kindy. And while we were there, we went to one of the theme parks. And I remember we were there, it was probably around morning tea time or something like that, and we, and we arrived and we were sort of at that stage around the area where people, you know, lots of tables so you can sit down and have your lunch and shops and things like that. And we were there and we noticed all of a sudden, us Kiwis, that the sky changed colour. And it changed colour very quickly. Like, very quickly. It felt like three or four minutes. It went from blue to very dark black grey. Sort of like. And we noticed that the atmosphere was changing and it was all happening very quickly and we'd just arrived. And, and then we noticed that scores of people were shifting, up, packing up their lunch or whatever, and shifting into the shops or under the awnings. They were up and shifting and we're like, oh, I wonder what's going on here. Next thing, the heavens open, and honestly, the rain, it wasn't a shower. Like, I'm telling you, I could have shampooed, conditioned, and rinsed my hair in that rain, <laughs> thoroughly. 
and that's a piece of work. <laughs> the heavens opened. Needless to say, we got completely drenched. But everybody that had decided under the, to go under the shelter had remained dry. You see, God wants to protect you and you're coming in and you're going out. He wants to, he, we serve a God who never sleeps nor slumbers. He has a shelter, he has a dwelling for you that will protect you all the days of your life. But you get to choose where it is that you'll dwell. Psalm 23, 6 says, Certainly your faithful protection and loving provision will pursue me wherever I go, always, everywhere. God cannot lie. He will protect you always. Will it mean we'll be protected from harm and hurt in tough times? Absolutely not. That's life. We live in a world where that happens. But I can guarantee you that in every step of the way, he has a provision for you. He will provide for you. He will protect you. He'll bring the right person along. He'll draw your heart to the right verse for that day. He will feed you body, mind, and spirit, regardless of what you're going through. When we choose to dwell in the shelter of the Most High, we can trust in his protection. But wait, there's more. We will also find rest. So we're not dwelling in the shelter and stressing out and having panic attacks. And I'm under the shelter, but you know, there's rest. There's rest. Can I be honest here for a moment about me? Just no judgment about me. I love people. I do love people. But I get replenished by being on my own. I don't know if anybody else is like that. It's just a few of us. <laughs> but I get replenished in my, being on my own. Daryl and I have Mondays off together, and that's great. So if you don't hear back from us on Mondays, that's why. You know, we go to the movies or we go for a walk or we do a project at home together. But Wednesdays, Wednesdays is my day. All are my lonesome. It didn't used to be like that. It didn't used to be like that. But this came about because, now just, just hold the judgment here. It came about because when I am tired, I know it's hard to believe. <laughs> Beautiful, lovely, gentle, kind me is not when I'm tired. I take on a whole different persona. Hence why I need the Wednesdays to myself. A Wednesday where I can rest. I can rest in my body and my mind and my spirit. I can plug into my source again. I can plug into God and I can spend a long time talking to him, singing, praising, and worshiping. I can think, and I can meditate, and I can marinate in him. I need that, a place of rest. Because what happens if I don't? If I don't, the fears and the pressures of the world start moving in to my space. The panic the what if becomes overwhelming 
if I don't go back to that place and dwell in that resting with him. See, you might be here this morning and and you feel exhausted. I know what that's like. You're working hard, but you would say all your efforts are directed towards fears when you really think about it. Maybe it's anger. You're carrying or unforgiveness or frustration, disappointment. Can I tell you this morning that stuff takes a lot of effort? It takes a lot of effort. It'll exhaust you when we carry those sorts of fears. Not just emotionally, but physically. That stuff will wear you out real quick. Real quick. And those fears, those emotions put you in a state where physically, mentally, and spiritually, your well-being is at risk. And it's hard work. But God's word promises. He promises that when we rest in him, he will renew our strength. He'll guide our steps. He'll always be close to us. That's his promise. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. He'll bring peace to that anger and he'll bring rest to our weariness. That's his promise to us. Psalm 23, 1 to 4 says, The Lord is my shepherd. We love this scripture, don't we? What does a shepherd do? A shepherd guides. He protects. He seeks out good pasture. He looks after. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. When we dwell in the shelter of the Most High, we'll find rest. And we'll find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. The third promise he has for us is that we will experience his presence. We'll experience his presence. It's interesting for a shadow to exist. A presence is required. Thought about that? For a shadow to exist, a presence is required. An object, maybe, or a person. You think about, you know, on a really sunny day and when you're walking and you've got the sun behind you and there's a long shadow. There's a presence. Something has brought that shadow. And the scripture's saying that when we rest in his shadow, his shadow, if you were to imagine that like this umbrella was more like a solid color and, and let's just say that this was Jesus. We're, we're in his shelter. We're in his protection. We're dwelling in that place. He also casts a shadow doesn't it? If the sun was behind, the shadow in front of us, that we can rest in that shadow. He's behind us, supporting us. We can rest in that shadow. It's also interesting that when you think about it, with the sun, with the heat, with the pressures, with the pressures of life all around us, Think about this. The closer you are to the source, the bigger the shadow. So if we distance ourselves from Jesus, the shadow can disappear. The closer, the bigger. Stay close. Stay close to Jesus. Can the band come up now? That would be great. Thanks. 
God says that his presence will never leave you, never forsake you. His presence will envelop you. It'll be all around you, but you've got to stay close. In Psalm 16, 11, it says, you will, talking about Jesus, you will show me the path of life. He'll do it for you. Stay close to him. And in his presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Maybe you're here this morning and you would say, Denise, I can't say that I know what it's like to dwell in that place. I don't know what it's like to have that rest. Maybe you feel like you are disconnected like that branch I talked about earlier. Maybe you feel like for some reason something's happened and you've got disconnected. Or maybe you're in a storm or you're just recovering from one. I've got a verse for you this morning. God placed this verse on my heart for you this morning. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30, it says, Are you tired? Are you worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me, he says. Get away with me. And you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest, he says. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it, he says. I love this. And learn my unforced rhythms of grace for you. God's desperate to reconnect with you. God is desperate for you to dwell in a place where he is, where you can experience his promises and his presence to show you his unforced rhythms of grace. And how does he do that? He does it through the Word. First and foremost, he does it through the Word of God. Because I tell you what, the Word of God is full of his promises, of his truths that will combat any fear, any lie that the enemy wants to bring your way. And he also does that by you connecting with other people, other people that love God. Other people that you can come around and receive support and encouragement. You're not meant to do life on your own. You're meant to be connected. And everybody needs a church. Everybody needs a church to call home, to grow, to dwell, to receive protection and shelter in those big storms. Come on, I want to pray for you this morning. Can we just close our eyes? Father God, Lord, I thank you for your promises. I thank you for your promises that you love us no matter what. Lord God, I thank you that as much as your eye is on the sparrow, your eye is even more on us. Thank you that we are the apple of your eye. And Lord God, Lord, I pray this morning for anybody that feels like they've become disconnected, Lord God, from you. Or, or they've not entered into that rest, or they, they had, but they're now out of it. Lord God, Lord, I pray right now for your Holy Spirit to come and fill every person here with your rest, with your presence, with your goodness, Lord God. Lord, I pray that you speak to hearts this morning. Lord God, Lord, I pray that you help us align ourselves to dwell in that shelter, in that place where you are, in your safe place for us. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen.